0: it's Jeff Zimper, host of the Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. Appreciate you being here. Not sure if you're a longtime listener or new listener, but uh, don't forget, I would really appreciate you leaving a review. Uh, If you are so inclined to feel to share how this podcast has made a difference with you, wherever you're listening to this right now, if it's on your mobile phone, just go to the episode and find the uh, review link and take about 30 seconds to leave a review. That helps us reach more people. I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, And of course, remember, we are the place where we help loan officers get more referrals so they can become the go-to lender in their market. How do we do that? We help you implement a proven system for attracting and engaging agents to have meaningful problem solving conversations that makes you the preeminent choice for them in their local market without having to cold call agents, pay for leads, run ads, or chase agents all around town. Agents come to you and you get referrals on demand. You've heard the stories here from our Mortgage Marketing Pro members. As a matter of fact, uh, one brand new testimony, like I, yeah, I like to share these uh, reviews and testimonials with you every single week. Shout out again to Liz LaFour in San Diego. <laughs> This month alone, she has $1.1 million in escrow closings from referrals given to her from real estate agents that have attended her agent classes, sharing the content that we help her put together, help her get butts and seats to promote the classes and manage the whole process. If you want to learn more about how to do that, you can go to mortgagemarketing.pro. To check it out. Schedule a call with me, yes, me, live, and we'll walk through your business, where you're at, your current strategy, where you're headed, and see if we're the right fit for you to help you build your agent engagement, relationships, and referrals. Pro. Okay. This week, I am so thrilled to bring back one of my original mentors to this podcast. I think it's the third time he's been on the show and and for good reason. And that's because Todd Duncan brings the value. He brings the value. He brings the coaching. He brings the insights, the motivation, and the inspiration. And uh, this conversation is uh, a home run once again, especially in this current market. Right? What are we going to talk about on this episode is the mindset to succeed in this market. And then what are the one to three activities that loan offer should be doing in the current market to get now business but also to prepare for the business that is sure to be coming as we get through this little bit of a you know kind of a market challenge if you will And uh, by the way, sometimes the challenge is just in between our two ears. And then stay tuned and make sure you listen to uh, the rate rules that Todd walks us through, a wonderful dialogue conversation style where how to overcome the question of like rate and things like that, especially in today's market where giving an interest rate without providing value is uh, not serving anybody, particularly you or your clients. And then the last thing is if you've not been yet to uh, Todd Duncan's event that he's doing this year, High Trust Sales Academy. I'm going to encourage you to do so. He's not doing sales mastery this year because it's not what the market calls for. And if you're not familiar with High Trust Sales Academy, what it is, it's kind of the next level, if you will, of training and coaching. And, you know, I call it a boot camp is what I do because a boot camp is someplace you go. You don't just passively sit and attend boot camp, right? In a boot camp, you're actually out on the course. You're running the obstacles, right? You're building your conditioning. You're, You're like working on your mindset. You're actually practicing and implementing in boot camp. That's what you do. And that's what High Trust Sales Academy is like, is actually implementation, building the muscles, doing the reps, and walking out of that program over four days, coming up in Vegas, end of this year. All the details are in the links in the show notes. It's in my backyard. Come on over. We'll have a pool party. But it, you know, one of the things Todd says is that growth is a function of consistent input. right? And my question to you is, where are you getting your input? Right? I need a coach. I've continue to go to coaching, business coaching, and others. And I'll be going to the to the High Trust Sales Academy this year as well. Why? Because I want to learn how to be the best version of me that I can be. And in today's tougher, challenging market, we need better skills. When's the last time you sharpened your skills? Hey, I'm going to encourage you to check out the show notes or just right now, you can go to toddduncan.com, look for the link to High Trust uh, Sales Academy, High Trust Training, and go check that out. He's got some special um, opportunities put together for you, just my listeners. And so I uh, hope you enjoy this conversation. And uh, without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Todd Duncan, welcome back to the show.
1: Great to be with you again, Jeff. Life is good, right?
0: Life is good. Life is good. <laughs> and, and you know, whenever anybody says that, what pops into my head, and then we're going to talk about this is mindset. Life is as good as we make it, right? Yeah. Uh, based on the circumstances. So let's jump right into it. Uh, we're in, I don't know, how would you describe this, Mark? You've been around a long time. We were just talking about before we hit record, what 30 plus years you've
1: been in this business yeah. Well I've been doing loans so if you count, count 12 years of doing loans and 30 years of instructing it's been 42 years
0: 42 years and 42 seen, years yeah uh, well, how would you describe the current market?
1: Well you know it reminds me of a, a early conversation I had with somebody that um, I was in a seminar room with a couple thousand people and he said uh, he said there's only one way to answer the question when people say how's business mm. and your answer is unbelievable that's all you have to say. Because it's either going to be unbelievably good <laughs> or unbelievably bad, but it's still just pure and simple, unbelievable. <laughs> so the market we're in is is unbelievable. Nobody expected it. Nobody saw it coming really. Um, we, you know, we were blessed in these last two or three years with just pennies from heaven, right? And, and mortgages falling out of the sky. And and nobody saw this really coming, although. You could see it coming if you were seasoned like I was. I mean, you knew what was going to happen. You knew that it was going to slow down. You knew loan officers weren't going to have the sales muscles that, that they had maybe five years ago, if they've even had them then. Mm-hmm. And then when you have a rate acceleration, you have a consumer confidence dip and you have inflation, and then you have the Fed monkeying around and doing all that. It's like, all right, interest rates are at 6.85% today and mortgage application volumes down for the last week unbelievable. <laughs> but you know what? Here's what we know. It's the market. All, all it is, is the market. And while it might be painful, uh, it's interesting, Jeff, that there are people today that have the right mindset that are doing well. And there's people that are locked in fear and they don't know what to do. Exactly. And Yeah. So, so the, the key to getting through uh, fear is to take action. And not just to take action because somebody told you on a podcast to take action. It's like meaningful action. Like we had a guy, we had a guy two days ago that sent us a text. The question that was asked of him is tell us about your morning routine up till noon. Mm -hmm. And so he had a little bit of a rhythm in the morning where he got up, had a cup of coffee, saw his wife, uh, kissed her goodbye, went to the office. And he said, I get there around 8.15 and by 8.30, I know that I'm not prepared for the day. And it's not because I have all these calls coming in, it's not because nothing's happening and I don't know what to do. And that's somebody that's showing up and doesn't know what to do. Well, in order to have something happen, you have to do something. I mean, isn't that like one of the for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction? Uh, No action, no business. Action, business. Okay. And so then I get a text yesterday. I was just ripping with you a little bit on this on the front end. And I go, what's the difference between you know, somebody who, who has that kind of mindset and doesn't know what to do. And then this guy who says um, to my question, my question was, how's it going? And he goes, my wife and girls are fantastic. We just got back from a one week long vacation. Business is smoking. The pipeline is strong. I'm hiring, building and scaling. I hired a biz dev development person. She starts next week. Great story. I'll tell you about it sometime. Hired a green LO to prepare for the refinance market at the end of next year. What? Forward planning. I prompted my I promoted my junior LO to be self-sourcing. His second month, he's gonna fund 1.8 million. Uh the concierge program's in full effect. were rocking at about 9 million this month. And I got an allocation for a 911 GT4 target. <laughs> I'll get it in October. And the guys, the guy's um 42 years old. Yeah. Really? So what's the difference? The difference is what you do, what you allow and what you tolerate all matter. If you tolerate a bad market and you accept no action, then you're going to get no volume. Okay. If you choose not to tolerate a bad market and choose to be a different kind of thinker in a hard market, because that's all it really is, is hard and you sharpen your skills and starting tomorrow, you know, you show up and you do three things. You get your mind right. You role play some skills and get some skills right. And then you do, you know, call one person a day for 90 days and tell me that in 90 days from today, your business isn't better. You know, ask every real estate agent, you know, do you have a friend in real estate that I don't know that I could call using your name? You know, if you're used to doing business with 20 realtors, you need 40 or 50 right now, their volumes down, go wide right now and then come back and go narrow when you can. But the bottom line is this quarter in Q3, there will be 1.7 million homes, new construction and resale that need a mortgage. Yep. So I don't know why anybody would say the market sucks.
0: Yeah.
1: We're going if to, you, if you take the whole, the whole analytics and you put new construction and existing, we're going to be at about 4.4 million homes this year that need financing. So it, the fact of the matter is the bottom half of loan officers, they're locked in fear and or they've already quit. Mm. So you have less competition. Yeah. Okay, realtors and business people need you more than ever. Mm-hmm. Cuz their volumes down. Somebody that did 20 20 sales last year is probably only going to do 8 to 10 this year. And they're not they're not like a worse realtor this year than last year. It's just a different market. It's a hard market. So when hard markets present themselves, your greatness has to come out. Hmm. And if you don't decide to do the the few things each and every day, take action, you're more likely to act your way into feeling motivated than to try to get motivated to take action. Just do something.
0: Well, we're going to get specific in a second on do something <laughs> and what, what those one to three activities are. Yeah. But is this just then the natural cycle for those that have been around long enough in this industry, we've seen the ebb and tide, the flow, right? And the old, when the tide goes out, it reveals who's naked because it was easy for a while. So is this, this is just more, this, this can be a hard industry, right? And I think what happens, because I remember, like, you know, you and I have obviously talked before, and when I got in and went through 2008 and all that, it revealed who was in it for the long term, right? And then for the right reason. So is that, is it kind of happening again? Is it's revealing who's really- Well,
1: if you, yeah, if you go to Fred, you know, Fe- uh, Federal uh, Reserve Economic uh, Data, uh, they're out of St. Louis, and it, they, they produce any chart you want to see. Mm-hmm. And if you take a look at interest rates over the last, since 1965, and you take a look at interest rates since 1965, they've averaged on 30-year fixed rate about 7.5%. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we understand is this market is not even at average Yeah, on what interest rates have been for 55 years, okay? So that's number one. Number two, this is as predictable as any post-refi market, mm-hmm. okay? It's just per- for you and I and for seasoned people, we know. The guys and gals that are new that, that, that made more money than they ever dreamed possible and, and bought the Lamborghini and spent the money and did all that, they're sitting here going, where's the money? Well, it's tied up in non-appreciating debt. And so now it's like, next <laughs> time there's a refinance moment, can I save some money maybe? Can I, can I kind of go that route so I have some staying power right now? Very interesting. We talked to somebody the other day that wanted to resign from our coaching program and um, <laughs> can't afford it. That, that was the, you know, right, I can't right. afford it. Yep. And, you know, he's got a $900 car payment. My mentor told me when I had a $900 car payment, the market got hard. He said, you either need to sell more or get a Mazda. I had, a Porsche. <laughs> you know, it's just get a Mazda or get or or sell more. And I chose to sell more. But it was interesting because about every five or six years and 08 was different than this. Okay. But, but they're similar in the same kind of context in that there's panic, there's chaos, there's fear, all that kind of stuff. But here's the good news. The good news is you actually have maybe half the competition you had two years ago. 41% of loan officers have not read their license according to data that we're looking at right now. And so you've got maybe four out of 10 less loan officers buying for business. Mm -hmm. So why not be excited about that? And then why not choose to be a lighthouse for your clients? Why not choose positivity over negativity? Why Why don't we understand right now that every action we take right this moment, today, tomorrow, the day after, Every action is going to be a seed planting action that as this market turns around, which it could happen as early as October, November in terms of rates softening, consumer confidence going up. It certainly, according to some very, very uh, solid economists, is a Q1, Q2, 2024 turnaround. And when rates are going to be at four to four and a half percent in under 24 months, Everybody should understand right now that today's purchase is tomorrow's refi and to get strategic. People are buying homes. You've got to be able to, uh, to, to meet them where they're at. You've got to have really good dialogue with them. It cannot be a rate driven society right now, even though rates are high. you got to have different conversations. You also have to change buyer expectations. Some buyers want a home they can't afford now. Mm. you know, and they, and they want to sit on the sidelines. Well, don't sit on the sidelines, buy a two bedroom condo, get some appreciation and then come back in when rates come down and buy your dream home. It's like, let's not let people go. Right. If they want to buy a home, change their expectations. If they can't qualify because rates have gone up 200 basis points. All right. You want to wait and not have any appreciation or do you want to buy something smaller and trade up?
0: Well, you know, I, I think gonna, this, yeah. this, 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 this is where you come in. Uh, and I know this will sound flattering but it's intended to be however right as you know from the times we've talked before for those who haven't heard our conversation in the past you know I was I remember when I was an originator at countrywide uh, in Mission Viejo and uh, my manager you know I, she had your tapes and like I was devouring those <laughs> tapes but what you've always been great at we all uh, most people should know this is the high trust conversations right and the ability to take people through those conversations that help establish you as a, a, a you know a, a thought expert uh, knowledgeable and position yourself. Uh, correctly, so I'm going to pause on the one to three activities because you opened up a window, yeah, you opened up a window right, yeah. there. You up a win- a window right there, which was um, you've got um, rules, rate rules. you want to talk about those and, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. to tease if you need me to. Yeah, because nope, no I mean nobody asked about rates because they're just so excitingly low, right? And uh, <laughs> all the marketing all the marketing in the world tells people, don't worry about your interest rate on a mortgage, right? I mean that's kind of how everybody. So here's rate rule number one. Rate rule number one is do not discuss interest rate until you've created value. Otherwise, your rate will be too high. Always. You're getting, shopped, you're getting shopped from the start. They've already got somebody else that told them what they got on the home loan. They, all, they have already been told a lender that you know did something to, to undercut the market and, and they come to the conversation. The job of today's mortgage professional, which is those two words, Mm-hmm. is to not discuss how much it costs. It's inappropriate. It is not professionally conducive to ethics and moral value. You have a responsibility to coach a buyer through what is best for them, which may or may not be just interest rate. So it's interesting. We had a conversation this morning, and i asked uh, I asked a group to go into chat and say, how many of you have nailed the transition from what is your rate to a non-rate discussion? Put yes in the chat. We had, I think, close to 300 people on and there was maybe 20 yeses, right? So here's what happens. A buyer says, Hey, looking for a home loan, um, interested in your rates on 30 or fixed rate loans. Okay. Well, great. So the mortgage professional will say, There's a lot of ways that we can customize a rate and a program solution for you, but it would be inappropriate for me to even tell you that right now without knowing what you're trying to achieve. So before we talk about Interest rates. Let me ask you a question. In the overall scheme of things, what's most important to you—rate, payment, or the cost of borrowing money to own real estate? And what you've just done is what David Stevens, who's the retired uh, CEO of the MBA, says is friction. Loan officers lose business because they don't create friction, in the, and that's not—it's not a negative. It, friction is engagement, right? And if I don't ask a question that changes the perceptive. Ask of the borrower, I remain in the rate game. And then I have to default to the concession business. And then once I'm in the concession business, my brand value goes down because people don't pay as much when you don't advise them. Now, I could say on the other hand, most lenders would quote you a rate immediately in the first three minutes of a conversation. I'm not going to discuss a rate until we're probably 30 minutes into a conversation. And here's why. If I discuss a rate now without knowing what you want to achieve, it could cause you to actually miss out on a different program, a better program, a different strategy, a better strategy. And the goal is to do what you need to have happen economically. You can't just do that by rate. So we we forestall it. We put it off. And everybody needs that. I can give you 0% if you put 100% down. And somewhere in between there and everywhere else is the rate you're going to get. Or somebody today said, you want the rate at 10 a.m., 4 p.m., or tomorrow, or 30 days from now when you close. Which rate would you like? Mm. You know, It's just we're kind of playing around. And this takes a little bit of, I think the first time you do it, it takes a little bit of courage. I'm not trying to be cocky. I'm not trying to have right. people think that. I mean, a doctor is not going to tell you to, here, <laughs> drink this. You'll feel better unless they really figure out why you hurt. In the first place right because i want to prescribe the right thing not the wrong thing the other thing that you could do is we could give all your listeners um the uh the the talk less sell more pdf it's a 19 page white paper all you have to do is download that and all the scripts and dialogues are in there so let's not talk about rate um let's talk about being home loan strategists let's talk about being mortgage advisors let's talk about different than most loan officers i see myself as somebody who's an advisor to my clients, right. uh, what we do now on your first mortgage and what we do on your sixth mortgage, it's gonna be one long stream of how I help you manage the debt of owning real estate.
0: Yeah,
1: that's just put the words in there, and you'd be surprised how many people go, I never never really thought about it, right? Because even on like even if you look at, at any of these other sources that are out there, I mean you look at rates moving, you look at bond market moving, and everything's changing like every hour and a half or two hours. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good. Thank you, by the way, for going through that, the uh, the rate rules, because I think it's uh, a forgotten art, right? This sales skill. Mm, I mean, it is. Look at it. It is an art. It is, right? Uh, And too often people are, you know, the knee jerk reaction to feel they have to respond to that answer, you know, of what's your rate. So for those that just heard this, make sure you rewind, listen again, write those down. I'll make sure I get with your team, by the way, to get that, uh, the uh, tackle talk less, sell more PDF. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's easy. Just go, go to dot and you can go free resources and just put your name in and you'll, you can download it. All
0: right. We'll make sure we link that up in the show notes. Those are two good quick tips. All right. Uh, keep an eye on the clock. Let's do this. Um, we talked about, I was teasing people the one to three activities. And I think that's where I find a lot of people kind of stuck. What they're frozen deer in the headlights. What do I do? There's so many things I could do, but what would be, what would you advise the one to three things right now?
1: Well, I don't know that there's really a whole bunch of things people can do if they don't have any business. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like you could try everything, but most of it won't work. And mm-hmm. so the 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 idea here is that um, you've got to enter the day with the right headspace on. And mm-hmm. so if you're not taking time, whether whether it's at the office before everybody comes in, or whether you're still remote and you have some private time you know, in your library or your favorite room or whatever, I spend 45 minutes every single morning, generally before the sun comes up, just getting my headspace right. Listen, if you think mortgage loan officers have a problem right now, so do mortgage training companies, because Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of companies that have a lot of money to invest right now in training, even though they should, right? So my mindset is um, an abundant mindset. My mindset today is if I say hi to enough of my friends that run companies, somebody's going to want to do something. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do it with vigor. I'm going to do it with excitement. I'm going to do it with creativity. I'm going to do it with innovation. Um, I talked to a guy today. He's got 1,700 loan officers. And um, I, I called him this morning. And I just wanted to check in and say hi. And he goes, can't believe you called. I was thinking about calling you today. We need to do something. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like, make a call. Call right. somebody. And if you have done business before and you have uh, referral partners that you have not created strategy with, mm. create strategy. You can come actually and, and come into the space right now where you could call. Let's just let's do this a little role play. I'm mm. going to call once a day, every realtor that gave me a purchase loan in the last 12 months. Mm. OK, and I'm going to say I'm going to say, hey, hey, Joe, this is Todd blah, blah, blah. I um, was going through my records. I know we closed a loan last year together for the Johnsons and uh, man, it just dawned on me that I haven't said hi and the market's crazy and I'm doing some cool things with agents. How's your business? Do you have time to get together for a cup of coffee? Do you have time to have me ask you a few questions? Shall we share with you some things where like in talk less, sell more, there's a whole real estate agent section, you yeah. know, and uh, and just make that call. What's First of all, I'd rather know, that somebody doesn't want to meet with me hmm. then not make a call and not know. Yeah. And then what I don't know, and I don't want to assume is if I make the call, the mindset is somebody's going to say, yeah, let's get together. I need some help right now too. You never know when you're, but how long does it take to make one call a day, two calls a day, three calls a day? You can make six realtor calls in one hour. If each one were 10 minutes long or less, do that tomorrow and set a meeting for the next five days and ask one of the questions like, what's your biggest struggle right now? And how can I help? Right. Or what are you finding is happening in the open house market? And what can I do to come alongside you and help? Or how many buyers do you have that are just sitting on the sideline waiting that need some nurturing and needs some confidence building and so on? All you have to do is do that. Mm. And the other thing I would say is if you get really good at the borrower dialogue, what we know, and you can do this on the website too, it's free. It's, a, it's called our Law Officer Wealth Calculator. For every 1% you improve the borrower conversation to conversion, you make an extra $1,400. Hmm. So if you can improve your borrower dialogue, the rate questions and that whole dialogue, and you could improve that by 6%, you're making an extra $9,000 a month right now. But yeah. here's what, 100% guarantee. If yes. you don't call anybody, right. nothing happens. nothing's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Nothing happens when nothing happens.
1: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and, one, and one change can change everything. Crazy, Jeff, right? Well,
0: it's—I hate to sound cliche, but the word fundamentals just popped into my head, and like I've been hearing that forever. As I know you have, you've been teaching fundamentals, (laughs) and we we can get cute and sexy with video and all that kind of stuff, and that has its place. But the reality is, simply having conversations is never not relevant or not useful. uh,
1: It's—it's if you if you learn what people need, you can earn. If you don't know what people need, you can't earn. And the fundamentals matter. Connection matters. This is a book. Look at this book, Jeff. Yeah. Treasury of Quo- Treasury yeah. quotes. Jim Rohn says, success is neither magical nor mysterious. Success is the natural consequence of consistently applying basic fundamentals. And then he goes, there are no new fundamentals.
0: Mm. Mm. Interesting.
1: Make a phone call. Right. I, right. challenge, I challenge every one of your listeners, make 10 phone calls a day, every single day for the, till, till the end of the year.
0: Right. I agree. <laughs> and I think let's get over the hump of like, I don't know what to say, like to these past realtors and stuff, because you just t- gave them the example of what to say. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Was thinking of you. We did that deal. And then simply be curious, right? Yeah. How's it going?
1: <laughs> right. Right.
0: right. Challenges. like. <laughs> Pretend it's a friend, you know?
1: Well, I and mean, this this conversation I had this morning was, <clears throat> guys, don't be needy. Yeah. Don't, don't have commission breath. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't show that, you know, right. you're desperate. Connect. Um, connection first, mm-hmm. conversion second. That's why it's so important to know what to ask buyers and yeah. to know that if you have one simple, beautiful question like I talked to a guy that has some first time home buyers and, and they were scared. And um and he had gone through that talk, let's sell more paper. And he got the buyers together on Zoom and he said, so before we even start, so he just nipped the right thing. Before we even start, I know you guys are buying your first home. Mm. Pause, right? What would it mean to you to own a home? And he said within about 30 seconds, both the husband and wife were crying and when they began to respond. It came down to the fact that if they could own a home, they'd be the first family in the history of their family to own real estate. And so the loan officer said, we're going to make that happen. Are you ready to get started? That loan closed 38 days later. He's had 13 closings in seven months from one borrower, husband and wife that have said, you've got to talk to this guy. You've got to talk to this guy. You've got to talk to this guy. 13, did you say? 13, one, three. He's made $100,000 from one husband and wife, first-time homebuyer who he had that conversation with in seven months. $100,000 in seven months from one client.
0: And you know how that would not have happened if he didn't take them through that for process?
1: Right. That first part, right? That first part. Especially the first-time home buyer. They're scared to death. They've never done this. We do mortgages every day. We get insulated. We get mortgage familiarity that borrowers don't have. And if you you gotta slow down and gotta understand that you may do a lot of loans, but this may be the first loan these guys have ever had in their life. They're All scared.
0: Right. Yeah. So I think I think listeners have gotten enough value from <laughs> <Come on.
1: laughs> no, that's
0: it. That's- Let's keep going. We're <laughs> cut off, man. No more. Yeah. All they- right. If they want more value, they need to continue listening because they'll, they'll understand how to continue this, this dialogue that, that uh, yeah. you're great at. I uh, wrote something else down that's going to transition into us talking about High Trust Sales Academy. Um, I wrote down, uh, I love that you said this, growth is a function of consistent input and a choice. And I think that's what I'm hearing of like, oh, how do we survive this current market? What do we do? How do we pivot? I think in these challenging times, it's harder. Let's face it. Uh, One of my friends said, we got to work twice as hard for half the results. I think, you know, bottom line is um, we need to get better. We need to grow. But if you're not, where are you getting that growth from, right? That input so you can continue to expand your skills and have that amazing conversation that your example had. Um and I think that's what's so awesome about what you do obviously at Sales Mastery that's been around for what 30 years now what you're not doing this year you're doing High Trust Sales Academy so tell me about that tell me the why behind that
1: Well the why is we celebrated 30 years and I had a hunch that the market was going to get jiggy mm-hmm. and I just decided you know next year we're just going to take a pause we're going to reimagine Sales Mastery but what we are going to focus on is the high trust sales academy and so the high trust sales academy is a four-day event i teach the whole thing myself it's a 400 page owner's manual on how to build the life and business of your dreams and every millionaire that 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 i know that is in my orbit has at one point said i'm following that i'm done experimenting everything else and there's thousands of them right and so what what we're going to do is we're going to allow 250 mortgage professionals come it's going to be November 28th through uh, December 1st in at the Red Rock Resort in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to go hard for four days, and then you're going to get a 90-day implementation plan so that in Q1 of 2024, you're rocking and rolling. One guy that came out of the academy two years ago um, in December, in April of the following year, originated $12.5 million of loans in one year. His biggest funding month had been $10 million for the whole year. So it is the playbook. It's the playbook. So what we did, two things. One, there's a discount for your listeners, $1,500 off the retail price of the ticket. And if they register, they can have an option. It's a drop-down option for three payments. So a 90-day payment plan because we understand the market. We understand the times are tough. And then if we can help you get to that event by letting you make payments over the next three months, we're down for doing that. So it's all set up. Just pick your option and there's no charge for the three-month plan.
0: That's awesome. And obviously wow. I'll, I'll put a direct link in the show notes to that, but you can go to toddduncan.com and find the link to uh, high trust training. And here's, here's the thing is I've actually never been to high trust tra- training, but I'm going this year. I, and here's what I know to your point about the millionaires is, you know I could name a bunch of names, but let's just face it. I've had almost 300 LOs on this podcast. And I know there's a very high percentage of them that have been through. The High Trust Sales Academy, because we've talked about it offline. And, and the thing that comes up for me about that is it's not passive, it's active. It's roll yeah. your sleeves, break out the manual, like do the exercises. And literally, it's like, I call it a boot camp. Is that all right? Yeah, fair enough.
1: All right. Fair enough. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Blood, a, sweat, yeah. and tears, and then breakthroughs.
0: Blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. All right. Is there any calisthenics involved? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, mental.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And I think, by the way, you said that, you know, kind of a, sometimes we need the breakdown to have a breakthrough,
1: you know? hundred percent, hundred percent. You got to deconstruct to construct. And a lot of people have to take away a lot of the bad habits that they've built over the last two or three years. And they got to replace those with good habits. You got to tear it down to build it up. The other thing I want to say real quickly is um, there's a YouTube video we just released. It's nine minutes long. And it's the story of the Chinese bamboo tree which bottom line is you plant the seed for this tree. You have to nurture it for four to five years before it even breaks out of the ground. And then once it breaks out of the ground, it grows 90 feet in its first year. That's the human being. The human being can grow like that. They can have those spurts, but you got to do something every single day and trust the process. You can't try time blocking for a minute and say it doesn't work, or you can't try a script once and say it doesn't work. You got to keep practicing nurturing and then boom, right? It's like, wow.
0: Yeah. No, and I think- that's awesome. And the dovetail back that back that to uh, you know growth is a function of consistent input. And so the four days of uh, High Trust Sales Academy, that's where you're going to get that you know high octane fuel injection and the community and the post event you know now application um, process that I think is really what people need. So you know obviously you know I'm a fan. People can tell, fanboy. But <laughs> I think look because I talk to people every day as well, and like you, and but the thing I'm hearing and seeing often from people is is they're too disconnected from something, some source to help them navigate this current situation we're in. And you're obviously amongst the best to do that. So if you're serious about your career, take a link to the link in the show notes and look at registering and attending Hydro Sales Canada. Boom. There it is. There we go. Todd, appreciate your time as always, man. And uh, hey, I'm going to be driving up the street from my house to the Red Rock for high trust.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, man. I appreciate you, Jeff. You do good work too. And I, I love your resource. I love what you do for one officers. I love the impact you make uh, on people's lives. And uh, it's a win-win.
0: Thank you, man. Looking forward to seeing you soon. All right, everybody, you know what to do. Check the link in the show notes, sign up. We'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Sure. See ya.